Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today I'm really excited because my special guest is Kevin Barnett. And before I bring him on, let me tell you a little bit more about Kevin. Kevin was born one year before me in 1960. And he was given to the foster care system right after birth. After being placed in a few homes, he was adopted in 1976. He joined the military in 1988 and has been deployed, held many job titles, and then retired in 2008. Now, Kevin found his biological family in 2016. And he also wrote three books about that journey. He is married to his beautiful wife, Sharon, who is also an author. Now, Kevin writes books that targets an audience interested in adoption, foster care, military, and to us who just love to read. Kevin was also a featured author at the first annual Authors Meet and Greet book signing, which I hosted. And guess what? We're going to bring it back in September, and he is going to be bringing his wife. So mark your calendar for September 23rd. Kevin, welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Hello, Antoinette. I'm so glad to be here, and um, I really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to get my story out. And that story is a wonderful story because you know what? I read your bio and this is, that's just a little bit. And, you know, when you were at the book signing, you gave the, the attendees a little bit more about your journey. So can you share a little bit of that today with the listeners? Yes. Yeah, so the journey, like you, as you stated earlier, um, I was given up for um, adoption and foster care uh, right after birth. And, um, Went through a whole lot of things um, during the course of um, uh, the 56 years before I met my biological family. Uh, joined the military. Um, the military helped me with my confidence and be able to speak in front of people, have responsibilities. Uh, I went to war. That was pretty scary. Um, <clears throat> and up to date now, basically, um, I, I still keep in contact with everybody. I've met about a thousand people from both sides of my biological family. And also I'm still, you know, in contact with my adoptive family. So, you know, the journey continues. I'm still finding people on um, Ancestry. Um, it's, it's just been a, a roller coaster ride, so to speak. Like I can only imagine. I was, again, like I said, I was fortunate. Um, and I was born in 1961 and I was uh, not given up for adoption, but uh, my mother chose to give my sister and myself um, to her mother. So I was raised by my grandmother. Um, so, you know, having loving family, um, whether they're their blood, they gave birth to you or not, is so important in the in the development of children. I mean, how what, what type of a child you remember if you were, you know, what type of child were you? Well, uh, because of um, my experience and the things I went through during um, my earlier uh, life, uh, my my body weight was very low. Um, I almost died of my nutrition. So I was a frail individual. Um, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I did start taking up martial arts to get confidence. Um, 
but because of the verbal abuse and things like that in my foster home, um, I was a shy individual. You know. Yeah, um, I can only when, imagine. When did you find out that you were adopted? Well, I did find out I was adopted. Well, like I said, I was in the foster care system from the time of birth all the way up until the age of um, uh, 16. So once um, the opportunity, I wouldn't say opportunity, but once I was told that I can, you know, be adopted and, and um, you know, and become, you know, legally part of the family, the Barnett family, um, you know, it, it, it would make things better, so to speak, you know, family. But the flip side of that is, being though that my last name was Hodge by birth, I had to explain to every friend of mine <laughs> why my name's changed and why I don't look like my parents and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that was a difficult moment because, um, you know, I had to do a lot of explaining because I'm now I'm going into high school. So everybody I went to with the elementary school knew me as Kevin Hodge. Now all of a sudden I'm Kevin Barnett. So it, it was kind of hard. And of course, you know, kids, even today, they're, they're mean. You know, your your parents don't like you. Your parents hated you, and you mm -hmm. know, I get, I got all that. So, you know, that stunted my um growth as far as you know, mental. Now you're an author, and and we all know the power of the pen, the power of the pen to paper. You know, forget about texting and scrolling and all the things that that people communicate with now. Were you a writer? Did you enjoy writing as a child? I hated writing. Really. I hate I had no um motivation about becoming an author or a writer. English was a so-so uh, subject of mine. What got me interested in writing was more of I need to tell someone my story if I ever, ever find my biological family. So I made a promise to myself. And then when I joined the military, that my very first unit that I was in. It, there were so many crazy things that were happening in you. And I said, man, I'm going to write about this. And that's what the third book is about. You know, um, you know, it's about uh, military life, so to speak. And so I never really had the uh, motivation to become a writer, but I, it was more like a promise. And of course, once I did that, it was therapy. You know, I did one book, had no idea I was going to do a, a second, let alone a third. You know, so it was, it was it was like therapy to me, you know. I think that's what it is. You know, I, a lot of people will journal, you know, each day they mm -hmm. get up and they'll read, you know, whether it's the Holy Bible, the Holy Quran or the Torah, and then they will take, you know, pen to paper and just journal, you know, giving thanks or gratitude or something that they're looking for. And it's not a lost art because the more people I meet, the more, you know, now that self-publishing, I should say, now that self-publishing is more quote unquote popular, people are using that that way to, release a lot of what they have inside of them. And that is always a good thing. I agree 100%. Um, Self-publishing is, for me, it was the way to go. Um, number one, you don't get rich by being an author, <laughs> you know. Right. And number two, you know, I didn't feel like giving a lot of money up front. Uh, so, and it, it was just so easy. And going through uh, Lois, um, she helped me a whole lot with the marketing aspects of it, the website, and um, just getting my voice out there and book signings and that. And it's more fun. You, you know, you kind of like, it's, it's, it's the joy of doing it. And then at the same time, you, you know, you're helping people, you're motivating people and, and people know little things about you that, um, you know, they, 
never knew that it even happened to you. And they look at you in a different light, you know, so self-publishing was the way to go for me. And writing is also a great way to leave your legacy. You know, again, we're used to having electronic technology, but there's something about holding a book yes. that just makes things a little bit better. You know, I mean, it puts, I don't know about you, but it puts me in a vacation mode. <laughs> mm -hmm. True, true, true. true. You, you, you think of grabbing that book and, and writing that book, you know. Um, so you are, now you're not originally from Delaware, correct? Correct. I'm originally from um, Northern New Jersey, East Orange, New Jersey, right next to North. They used, they call it Ill Town. You know, okay. North, they call it Brick Town, you know, Brick, what's it? Um, Brick City. Okay. Yeah, but I haven't okay. been in there. I left when I was about 19. Okay, so Delaware is a, a much sl slower pace for you. Very slow. <laughs> well, I, I know I'm from New York, so I, I remember coming here in the 70s. And mm. um, oh, actually, wow. the year you were adopted was the year I came to Delaware. Oh, and okay. it and that was a uh, uh, you know 1976 in Delaware was kind of was weird. It was a real. Was that weird. The, uh, that's the bicentennial uh, year. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 1776 and 1976. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And I, I was in Dover. So, you know, at Dover Air Force Base. So it's like, you know, you and I getting together um, during the writing of during the, the book signing was, was meant to be, you know, people, I always think God puts people in your life for a reason and a season. Mm -hmm. Now, what was, did you learn anything unique about your, your uh, birth family that kind of surprised you? Oh, I learned a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, so on my on my mother's side of the family, the Hodge side of the family, I found out that um, my grandfather was from Anguilla. You know, that's mm. a so the Hodge name is all throughout the West Indies. So as as I did my research, I found out that um, my grandfather was from um, Anguilla, traveled up to St. Kitts, and then you know, met his wife in Manhattan and then settled down in Neptune, New Jersey, where my mother was born. Um, I also found out that, um, you know, on the high side, of, on my mother's side of the family, I was able to trace my bloodline all the way back to the Mindy tribe in West Africa, Sierra Leone. Wow. So that, that was very interesting, especially the Caribbean portion, because I always had this thing about, um, you know, reggae music, Caribbean music, soca music, all that. Always, always had that interest, you know. So now I know where I got that from. The other thing on my on mother's side of the family is I look more like my mother than my my siblings. You know, it's and, and it's, it's 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 scary. I have a mole in the same place my mom <laughs> has. My sister tells me all this time. Um, yes, it's just amazing. Now on my father's side, majority of them are from Florida you know, all up and down Florida. And um, it, this funny part of it is I actually lived in Orlando, Florida, and wow. I fell in love with Florida. I became a Gator, Florida Gator fan, the whole nine yards. So when I finally found out where my father was from, it was amazing because I've been all up and down Florida. I lived in Florida. I was stationed in Florida, the whole nine yards. And on that side, it's it's a lot of them. I've been to a family union on that side. Um, they, 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 you know, put both arms around me. Um, and I'm getting ready to go down there, visit them again this weekend. I, I got uh, some family members on that place pro football. It's just amazing, you know. And so it's 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 just been, you know, it's been a, a heck of a ride. Been a heck of a ride. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, and and you do. And one thing I do um, also want to talk to you about after we come back from the break is how you you literally go in and you talk to others 
that have either recently found out that they were adopted or, you know, uh, you know, uh, foster system. And, and that's, it's always about the give back. That's what I love. So let's take this quick break. And when we come back, I want to continue the conversation with Kevin to learn more, not only about the books, want to get some excerpts of the books, but where he goes and why he does what he does for others. So we'll be right back after this quick break. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Take note. Success in real estate does not solely rely on relentless effort. Rather, it's about implementing intelligent strategies and focusing on consistent skill enhancement. At iTriumph Enterprises, our premier coaching program offers the direction, tactics, and expert knowledge you require to spark phenomenal growth and development in your business. So don't hold back from taking your real estate career to the next level. Let's be clear, the transformative power of coaching can establish or rejuvenate your real estate enterprise. Seize the chance today and allow us to guide you to the peak of success that you've always envisioned. Kindly visit our website at itriumphenterprises.com for all your coaching needs. You can listen to our podcast on all major streaming platforms every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where greatness awaits you. I'm your host, Dr. Carlton Bell. We hope to see you real soon. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises. And here on Out and About with Antoinette, every week I have the privilege and the honor of interviewing a guest who's either from Delaware or other states. Kevin came over from Jersey, but he's here in Delaware now, and he's doing positive things in his community. And today, you know, we're talking about his books. He is an author. He has three books, and he talks about um, adoption and foster care and also the military. So, oh, Kevin, thank you for your service because, you know, we we appreciate all that our, our military has done. But in your three books, Living My Shadows, Dreams Do Come True, Shadows of Emotions, Life After the Dream, and what the hell? Soldier Buddies for Life. Now, I got a question. Shadows, shadows, shadows. What's up with the shadows, bruh? <laughs> I lived in my shadows of not who and not knowing who I was for 50 some odd years before I found my biological family. Always had the question where I came from, who I look like, where I get my um, attitude from, and why do I like certain foods, why do I like certain music. For 50 some odd years, living in that type of shadows, you know, so that's, that, 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 that term shadows, I just took, I just took to it, you know. I can a, see that as turning it into a play too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that play, I heard movies. Believe it or not, my story is, Parallel to what's that, Antoine? Um, oh, Antoine uh, uh, Fisher. Fisher. Yes. I didn't look at, people used to tell me to look at that movie, and I said oh I will never gosh, look at that. Yes, yes. I told people I will never look into at that movie until I found my parents. And when I looked, finally looked at the movie, it was the exact same thing. <gasps> Military holding on. The only difference was his mother didn't accept him. Like right, right, right. That was the only difference. I mean, the family accepted it, but the mother still had a problem. 
Wow. You know, I, I'm going to go back and watch that movie again, because that actually was a pretty good movie now, you know, and I, and it's weird. I mean, and I didn't even think about that when I said it sounds like a movie because there are a lot of people out there. So you go and you, you go into the schools and you talk to um, others about, you know, adoption and, and foster care, or, you know, or do you, you know, do this on the speaking circuit? What, how do you, how do you connect with others? Well, what I do is before before COVID, of course, uh, what I was doing was going to elementary schools and um, having book signings and and anywhere or any place that I can get my story out to help individuals that are in the foster care system. In the foster care system, um, some foster parents are good and some foster parents are bad. Same thing with adopted parents, you know. So I try to uh, give them the good, the bad, and the ugly, you mm. know. Um, Cause I went through all of it, you know, um, all three good, bad, and ugly. And, um, and I think that, um, you know, adoptive parents or people who are thinking about becoming adoptive parents, they have to realize, especially when they get kids from broken homes and foster care system, that they're going to be some problems, going to be some issues, you know, so you have to, you know, be in it for the long haul. Also too, um, I tell kids that um, that been abused sexually, physically, mentally, and stuff like that. I've been through all that. And so I try to give them hope. I try to give them, you know, a, a beam of, of light saying that it's not the end of the world. Um, there are still good, good people out here. You still can be productive. You just have to find your niche. My niche was um, joining the military. You know, that's how I was able to get away. That was my vehicle, you know, and um, somebody else's vehicle might be writing or it might be... Um, playing sports or music you just have to find out whatever your niche is to get you thinking about something positive and not to stay in that 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 position of depression when it comes to the different things that happen in in the foster care homes and adoption now every home is different Mm -hmm. but um a lot of my adoptees that i've talked to they've been through some of the same things that i've i've been through and i think because of the adoption system and it's a big organization, a lot of the negative stuff doesn't come out. And I, I, bring, I bring awareness to that. At the same time, bring awareness to how it can be a positive thing too. Have you ever uh, thought about or have you written any children's books? No, um, I, I was thinking about one. I was thinking about turning the book that I have now into somewhat of children. I found an illustrator. Um, kind of hard to do that um because of the things that you know that I've talked about in my book mm-hmm. I, I really right. don't know how to go about doing that um but yeah it, the thought had came across of doing a children's book it's be kind of hard to do but yeah I could see like maybe like a Q&A like when you do your when you're on the, your speaking circuit you probably get a lot of the same questions and a lot of kids have the same question, why, you know, why me? Or, right. you know, mm-hmm. why didn't they want me? Or, you know, things like that. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Okay. So how do we get a hold of uh, your books? Where can we purchase uh, copies of, what is it? We have three books here. Are you working on any more? <laughs> yeah, I have, I have one that I started, um, but I'm, I I just threw out a, uh, a little feel out there to everyone to let them know that I'm, I'll probably finish it once I take my trip to Africa. Okay, okay, good, good, good. So we've got um, Living My Shadows, Dreams Do Come True, Shadows of Emotions, Life After the Dream, and What the Hell, Soldier Buddies for Life. 
Wait, I like, wait a minute. I like the Before way you, I let I like you go, wait a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just like the way you say that. The last book. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Soldier Buddies for Life? Wait a minute. Before I let you go, I'm gonna gotta tell us a little bit about that one. <laughs> that book really is a fun book. Really didn't have. That's why I said to... it that way. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have too much to do about you know my journey and adoption and and, and, and all that stuff. That book was based off of real life situations not so much that happened to me right but i use um fictional characters to protect the innocent okay and so okay. there's some crazy stuff in there i don't recommend that book for anybody that's under 18 okay okay you know, so it's a, it's a very fun book and um yeah i think people would enjoy it and oh cool. they see in the military in a different light awesome awesome okay so that yeah. one that disclosure uh, explicit uh, content <laughs> in what the hell soldier buddies for life now kevin before i let you go i always ask my guests to leave us with a wow like words of wisdom and i know you you know you you've been um talking and writing and you know you're always on the go so before i let you go what is the wow you have for us today dream dream Determination, responsibility, embrace, attitude, and motivation. Dream. I love it. I'm gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be that might even be the title of this uh this episode, Dream. Kevin, you're you're the man. I can't wait to see you again, you know, from behind the, the tube at the uh book signing in September. And I'm looking forward to meeting your wife and, and she's got her book too, right? Book or books. Oh, she got her book and um, she's uh, starting to get out and have a book signings and things. And um, she's can't wait to meet you. I told her about you and your, and, and your organization and what are you doing? And hopefully one day she could be sitting. Oh, yeah. I want to have you. her on, too. But yeah, yep. I want her to be yep. just as comfortable as the conversation that we're having um, that she can have as well. So that's great. Kevin, thank you so very much for joining me today on Out and About with Antoinette. And I'm wishing you a wonderful week. And may God continue to bless you, your mission, and definitely your vision. Dream. Thank you very much. And I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their own communities. And if you'd like to be a guest or you know someone that would be a good guest on Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog by using the link tree ID, A Blake Enterprises. So thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya, it's the DE Diva, AKA the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye bye.